Welcome to the Grace World Podcast. I'm Dan Hewitt. And I'm Becky, his wife. This is episode 130. Hey, everybody. Hi there. Greetings and salutations. Yes, and Merry Christmas. Some. Merry New Year and have some beef jerky. <laughs> so There we go. There's your movie reference. How did you We know? haven't watched a couple of... Maybe that's what we'll do next week when we don't have anything to do. We'll just watch all these ridiculous movies that we reference like that one. What? That's... Wait, don't tell me. Eddie Murphy. Yes. In... Trading places. Thank you. I would not have come up with that. Yes. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> yes. We have. We have observations this week. Yes. Becky has some things Being to say Being paying attention again. during this season. Paying attention. That's good. Paying attention. What What is going on that we're paying attention to? What is going on? Right? What's going on? All right. So I'm going to start. I'm going to dive into a scripture. A fabulous, everybody knows this, thanks to Charles Schultz and the Peanuts. It's the Christmas special. What's that even called? That's another movie Charlie reference. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. Made this even more available. Luke 2, I'm going to start in verse 8. And I'm going to read the old King James Version. Ye old. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. I have a whole bunch of things okay. that came out of that. Did your head explode here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. I was in my meditation the other day, um, my Advent time. I have a new to me uh, nativity scene, a crush Mm -hmm. on my beautiful piano that I just got um, a week of Thanksgiving. When Kaylee was here, we went thrifting at the Goodwill and I found this very simple white porcelain nativity, but it's in perfect condition. And so I bought it. It's it's not huge, um, but it's just sweet. And I mm-hmm. was drawn to it and I said, I'm going to buy this. So I did. So I have it on my piano with a, this beautiful red star that my sister-in-law brought me from Germany a few years back that's lit up. And it's just a gorgeous little scene. But I have a lot of Christmas decorations. And so this was the first one that I put up and I enjoyed it for like a day or two. And then I started decorating the rest of the house. And so now I have all this other stuff to look at. Mm-hmm. It's all beautiful and I enjoy it very much. But 
So yesterday when I was sitting in my chair directly across from this crush scene, I was drawn to it again and I was just looking at it and and being enthralled with the art of it and the simplicity of the actual art of all the pieces being the same color and scale and all that kind of stuff and the the thing that kind of came to my mind well several things came the first thing that came to my mind is this kind of off topic but I got to go to Washington DC a while ago and see the monuments and the one that hit me the hardest um, was the Korean monument Hmm. and it and you walk amongst so it's these huge statues of men in the garb that they wore in Korea and they had these big overcoats on not they were like raincoats mm-hmm. um, but there's they're huge but there's a bunch of them and they're kind of in kind of in rows but not really it's like they're walking through a, um, a jungle in Korea and then there's this shot this this reflection wall that you can kind of see their shadows in. it's a very very moving mm-hmm. um, monument and so one of the things that moved me so much about that monument, I've seen it twice actually and once in the dark, is that it the figures are all the same. There's such a uniformity of the monument itself. Like there's different expressions on men's faces and different things. But when you see the whole monument, you see the group of people, these group of men who are all moving mm-hmm. um, in a very scary, t- you know, way it's scary to them like they don't, mm-hmm. didn't know what they were going into and I got that same kind of emotion when I was looking at my little crush yesterday like all the people in the scene here there's an, I don't really see expressions on the face of the shepherd or Mary or whatever I just was looking at it as a whole mm-hmm. and thinking about the lives of all of those people in that little crush scene and what it what it means like what it it's supposed to imply that there were different people affected at different levels with this one event in history, with this one birth and mm-hmm. how the ripples of the effect of what happened to all of these people that were involved in this story, whether it was immediate or not, or whether the wise men came two years later or whatever, like they were all affected by the birth of Jesus in a very unique way and then they took that experience into their world and moved Mm -hmm. through the world being impacted by that in such a different way but they were all together like they were connected Hmm. and and that's my message today that's what i'm that's what i noticed so dan and i had this i had this big uh conversation over breakfast this morning about whole bunch of things that happened yesterday and all the connections various people that I had just in one day based on kind of one event that happened and ripples of effects of okay this person we saw okay this person we saw okay we talked to this person okay we made a new connection okay we made a connection about how small the world is with somebody we know two somebodies we know that live in new york blah 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 blah. like all of these things were happening yeah yesterday was a major connection yeah right? and 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 i just i just moved through the day like mm-hmm. i was a i was a shadowy figure through the day moving through it 
being aware of all the connection, all the people that I've known in my life. I mean, not all of them, unfortunately, that would be so overwhelming to think about in one moment. But as I, as I basically downloaded with Dan this morning about all the connections that happened yesterday with people that I've known for 40 plus years in Mm -hmm. some instances, how moving that is to me that so okay so one instance was um this young lady that i'm doing a concert with next week um she lives in new york and so i asked her if she knew somebody and she did and it was kind of cool and whatever and i said it's a small world and she said it's the tiniest world and i was like yeah like we are drawn together for some reason Mm to impact each other to live to live a little bit of life together with each other and bring joy in a moment and have an experience where we go oh, I moved there's wonder in that moment there's this mm-hmm. experience like what happened with the shepherds where all of a sudden there's an angel in their midst surprise and surprise. they were shocked yeah you know, they were afraid. It says they were afraid. So probably they were. Be, I would probably be afraid if an angel showed up. But they were also in wonder. They were in that oh, moment of what is happening. And he was about to give them this greatest message that that something is going to something is happening and you get to witness it and you get to be connected to it. You shepherds. And I'm going to tell you how to find him. I'm going to give you a sign. I'm even going to tell you how to go find this baby in the manger so that you can have this connection with these people that will probably not last for very long, but that you will remember the rest of your life. And then you will connect other people with this because you will tell them about it and they will tell their children and they will tell their friends and they will tell their like the ripples of how we are connected and when we stop and pay attention for just a moment to all of the ways that you realize we are drawn together. Mm-hmm. We are drawn together as humans. We are designed to be drawn together. Sometimes we don't want to be because things happen and we're like, I don't really want to be connected to you anymore. And there was even some of that that happened yesterday. Like, one of the people that was in the purview and in one of the conversations that I was having, she's like, yeah, we didn't have a great experience together with that person. Okay. But that person still affected us, still Mm -hmm. impacted us, still is impacting us today. Like I saw him yesterday in a pretty prominent position. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, he's still doing his thing even though we didn't have an awesome experience with him at that point in time he's still living his life and he's got children and he's impacting the community and it's like wow this is amazing well you know i think some people get really concerned at christmas that had have bad family i'll just say have had bad family experiences and a lot for a lot of people christmas is a difficult time but i think if you can start to look around and even in the family connections even when you've had it is to start to view things in a different way and say there are connections for a reason god has placed me in this context 
with these people and there is value to some of these connections that I have and the relationships that we have. And sometimes it's just learning to observe simple things. Not everything is a big deal, right? I mean, sometimes it's just, it's a little touch. It's a little touch here. It's a little touch there. Something special, a little, you know, Graham Cook calls them little kisses from God. Sometimes it's really big, important connections, but it's just pay attention and enjoy the goodness and kind of push off the things that maybe you don't like. <laughs> so, but, but keep going and be a, well, a, I would say instead of push off work through. Okay. And yeah. realize that that's part of the experience as well. Yeah. Right. But don't dwell on it. I think is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. My don't, point is, yeah, you don't have get to get stuck there. Don't get stuck yeah. on the negative things that have happened or that you've seen and experienced instead progress keep going forward if you can figure out yeah why you got mm -hmm. stuck there yeah yeah i just i i, I can't it, it just is brought into focus to me the personalness the personness of the story of jesus christ and his birth and the, that those people were just not characters in a story right these are real people but had lives yeah that had feelings that had experiences that had communication with each other that had their own aha moments and revelations and remembered them enough to write them down you yeah. know and share them at some level with people I just I think that too like like you said, we're just taking a minute. Like I was just, I just started talking, telling Dan, you know, like oh, all this stuff happened yesterday and I was so tired by the end of last night because we had to come home from this event and put packages together to get in the mail in time to get to one of my kids at Christmas. And then I needed to frost a cake because we're having a big party tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. So there's like stuff. So yeah. by the time of the end of the evening, I just was done. So I didn't. I could not talk by the, but then this morning, like after a rest, and this happens a lot with me <laughs> after a night's rest and the next morning, like my brain is ready to organize all that stuff. Yeah. And so as I started downloading it this morning to Dan and just realized, and then this, oh, and then this, oh, and then this, oh, we had a cornucopia and this and this and this and this, and this and this and this. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, let me just give a couple of connections. I mean, okay. going to say, yeah, we had, well, the event, you want to tell what the event it was? Yeah, as uh, Becky's brother's daughter, stepdaughter, stepdaughter uh, graduated from the fire academy. So yes, so it ends up that one of the speakers so we went to the ceremony was somebody we knew who went to the church, you know, with us a while back. Well, it uh, started with Dan looking up before look, it even started. He looks down the aisle. Goes, oh, I know that guy, and it's a guy I went to church with a long time ago, and but he's a city council member, yeah, so I went to talk to him for a while and talk caught up on him. And the guy standing next to him was one of the other city council members, and he's like, yeah, he lives like two blocks from me. And we kind of got talking on stuff. So yeah. there's all these different, you know. And, and he's from. And he's from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Right. Because he heard me say that. And he turned around. I told him, I said, yeah, one of our kids is in Broken Arrow. And he's like, I'm from Broken Arrow. That's where I grew up, you know, and stuff. And then we went right into. Small world. The discussions and, and that And now he lives two stuff. blocks from us. Yeah. And, and he's then, the president of the city council. That right there would have been just 
fun enough yeah. to really be like, oh, that's so cool. I got the connection. Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, yeah. And then we had, let's see. Oh, then we talked to another cousin who's also a firefighter. And so we got them kind of connected on which fire station she's going to be at. And got a little bit of stuff in there. That was a minor thing. Um, but They're then, all minor things. That's yeah. The but thing then Becky's too. also doing this concert this week with a girl that graduated from Becky's that was a student at TCA, the high school. And she's living in New York trying to be an opera singer. And she's doing this little fundraiser that Becky's playing piano for. Well, Becky, uh, it ends up Becky has a guy that she went to high school with who's moderately big in opera. In, he I mean, sings at the Met. He sings at the Met. He may not be always the star, but he's certainly... He's been the star. He's, he's very he's yeah, a big he's deal. Yeah, he's kind of A-list, if not A-list. He's certainly B-plus list or something, you know. And Becky's brother is like one of his best, Becky's brother's best friends. And she's like, and so Becky texts her, like, well, have you ever heard of this guy? And she's like, oh, yeah, I've heard of him. And so she, Becky tells her. she's He's good friends with my dance teacher from Colorado Springs, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't believe it. Blah, blah, it's blah. like, yeah, we're know him well and all this. You know, we've met, we've hung out with him and stuff. I've even met him if, once or twice. And mm-hmm. so it's like everybody, all these people are connected. It's like you got what a group of colorado springs people are all at the met you know we're working in opera and well, well hopefully she will she yes. hopes to yes you know but, but the, working but at the met the in new york anyway. city yeah yeah and so it's like wow connect 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 you know these different people and so forth and my daughter's doing a let's see i got a daughter that's driving to la and to do a not a show, but a market or something mm-hmm. for her artwork and got to connect and stay with a good friend of mine over in L.A. or Orange County. So that's happening today. That's actually. happening right now as we yeah. record this. She's probably over there and so forth and mm-hmm. they get to connect. You know, and that's one of those where, you know, we she actually back when she was doing when did she start college that would have been like almost 10 years 10 more than 10 years ago yeah she graduated in 10 yeah so So yeah we went out to their house when we were looking at colleges and drove around la you know and so she just happens to be this week hey can i stay over there in la while i'm going there and go check with it and see and yeah yeah. all that but you know it's little connect because you know she met him you know, really once, I think, is probably the only time. No, no, no. Do they know? We knew each other. We went, when we went to Disneyland when the, we were That's with true. kids, we stayed there she, met him. she was met scared him. of him, scared <laughs> to death of him because. Big Mike. Mike, yeah. Okay. And Dean. Mike it was and Dean. Dean, actually, that was the scary <laughs> one. Not Mike so much, but Dean, because we went out to Chinese Down food to China. With we had to China, to do a Chinese a dinner in Chinatown. With Mike and Dean, and Dean is an interesting guy. Well, he was back then. We had anyway. a good time there. That was we had a great time, but they, they got to. That was the first time they got to see Dan interact with people that he had been, you know, that he had hung out with in his early twenties, in their cruise Nevada and their race cars days, and get into yeah. fights and be bouncers at the club and all that stuff, and so. My kids had not had a Back chance. Back when we were gang lords, kind no, of, we weren't. You know, <laughs> we were not. They weren't, but <laughs> you know, the like they they were, you know, regular looking for thrills and, and adventure guys. kids. And so my kids got to meet them and be 
exposed to a different side of their dad that they had not experienced. And so it really affected Jessica. So it's so interesting that because Jess asked, he asked you right a few yeah. weeks ago, do you think I could spend the night at Mike's house because you wouldn't have to pay for hotel, blah, 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 blah. And and so they got connected up. So, you know, she. Thank you. Who Mike. knows? Like, yeah, thank you, Mike and Caroline. They, who knows, like how right. long lasting a relationship and a connection and how that will affect people in for years, decades, you know, like yeah. it's just crazy to me. My kids still the talk ripples. about it. Dinner with Dean. <laughs> now, oh, I know. Because now didn't Dimitri, he, but hey, didn't he do? He did something to I like the waiter, or there was something. Oh, he was talking about. You know, I don't know. Remember, there was talk about hitting with a baseball yes, bat. Yes, there was something. I, anyway, uh, it was. I'm sure my it kids remember fun. it vividly more all, than they I all, do, and they all remember it with different emotions. Like uh-huh. Nathan was in heaven. He thought it was he hilarious. Was loving the interaction of uh-huh. it. Sarah was probably too small to even remember anything about it because she was only five, and I don't even remember Benji. We'd have to ask Ben. But anyway, anyway. We'll get their feedback. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. There's just, I just don't think you have to live a boring life. Mm-hmm. If you're just out in the world a little bit, like a teeny tiniest bit. Yeah. Like, so yesterday, we, you know, we went, of course, we went because we got invited to go to the graduation ceremony, which was a blessing. I mean, that we didn't have to be, but we we got invited and we wanted to go because we want to support the kids in our family or the people in our family that have a big thing to celebrate. And there was so much more to it than just going to the ceremony. And the ceremony itself was very moving to me. Like Mm -hmm. I told Dan, I get so moved by seeing an assembly where people are getting together to honor and congratulate a job well done and there was tons of clapping and cheering and mm-hmm. crying and there were all the feels in that one two hour ceremony yep. you know and pinning on of badges and, and you know the bell the bell ringing we didn't even talk about the bell mm-hmm. where they you know they used to sound the fire alarm by by ringing a bell and so they actually rang the bell in the ceremony. And oh my gosh, I could not hold the tears back just from the simple sound of probably, well, there were a thousand people in there yesterday. However probably. many. Okay, anyway, this whole room full of people. Certainly well over 500. Church, Woodman Valley Chapel. It's a huge church. No. Whole thing, room full of people. And everybody was silent while that bell rang. They rang it 10 times. And it was just amazing to me that little moment right there if you just captured that moment of we're all listening to these the sound by this beautiful bell just being rung and thinking about all the firefighters in all of history that knew the sound of that bell meant come now quick somebody's in trouble we have to help them Mm -hmm. we get to help them like that, think about that. Like that mm-hmm. sound of the bell drew them, mm-hmm. you know, into this space of we want to be here for each other. That was the theme yesterday is you're being called new firefighters. You're being called to come 
and help fellow your fellow humans no matter what state of life they're in you get to respect them and help them as much as you can to continue to live or to help them mm-hmm. when they're in distress it was just so moving so the the ceremony itself watching our family our sweet young thing you know family member do her part and get the recognition that she obviously deserved by finishing this program which was grueling and there was laughter it was just it was a wonderful thing and then all these other things like like fingers or branches like coming off of Mm -hmm. it yesterday was hugely impactful yeah and it was all because we drove over to the church at one o'clock and got to go to the ceremony never mind the fact that like her sister surprised her and showed up and so we were watching the video of that yeah and there were tears with that and my mom came and she didn't really feel good but she sacrificed and made herself you know got herself ready and and and, and went and my brother and sister-in-law who are so you know for their kids and then i think we had three or four rows of people that were there just for molly Mm -hmm. you know like her husband and a whole bunch of his friends and then some Molly's friends and her husband's family and (laughs) you know like that right there that gathering right there of just people that are in Molly's life yeah like and we happen to know her husband's dad very faintly but he goes to the church that we got married in and he's good friends with somebody that Dan works with like the connections yeah it's like a dot to dot Mm -hmm. you know like Connect the dots here and see and just be in awe and aware of the fact that you get to witness a little bit of people's lives around you. Yeah. So I had an interest, another observation after actually something you said this morning, which is you talked about the ceremony having so much to do with honor, honoring people and just there was a solemnity there of that and so forth. And I started, and this all took place, and they did it at Woodman Valley Church. And I was thinking, huh, it's kind of a, first I was a little bit of a, oh, it's kind of like a substitute church. Then I was like, well, this is kind of church. And it's like, well, that really is, and often we take church and it becomes more about, you know, dumping doctrine or something. And it's like our church does need to, that's where we need to have some of those emphasis of honoring one another, you know, honoring God. There needs to be more of that lifting up in the community as opposed to sometimes there's tearing down. And that is a place of community. You know, that's another big thing yesterday was that so much of a theme there of community. They didn't actually use that word, but it's it was obvious. Bond, yeah. Yeah, bonding of community. And it's one of those, yeah, that's what we need to be focusing on those aspects in the body of Christ, of the community, the reality of building one another, honoring one another. I mean, like, if you think of the number of times people said great things and spoke highly and did the ceremonies there were to bless and to honor people. And it's like, yeah, that's what we need to live life like is that we are constantly lifting other people up. Did you notice that when they took the oath, God, they said something about before that it wasn't yeah. almighty. What did they say? There was an adjective. I yeah. can't remember what it was about God. But I did. It yeah, was I in their that. oath. And I was like, yeah, 
because that's when you get down to the bare bones of what life is really all about god's it god's there yeah i agree with you about the church thing because i was thinking you know there aren't too many places well okay so they referenced um, within the past mm-hmm. few months, they had a fallen firefighter. I don't know if he actually fell in the line no, of duty. No, it was. I looked him up. He was old and okay, died, so died, just died of natural causes in his old age. But they had that ceremony. I happened to drive by mm-hmm. New Life Church when they were getting ready for that ceremony a few weeks back, and I was thinking, huh? The fire department is using the big gathering church, the mega churches that sometimes get so dissed in the Christian community. The mega churches are what holds these big community events because his that guy's funeral yeah. was at New Life, and then this was ceremony Woodman. was at Woodman Valley Chapel, and which are these huge big churches. They hold people, and when you walk into a big church, you there's a there, God is there. Like mm-hmm. there is a sense of honor and respect and holiness and goodness. When you walk into these places, it's why churches have big, mm-hmm. some churches have a meeting place because you're gathering, you're gathering for something right s- special. And honoring. I think sometimes we lose the plot in a little bit. And this, I think yesterday was a great reminder of, it really is about connecting. and. So if you look at God, I I always go back to this one verse in the Old Testament. Well, actually, it's in the New Testament. Jesus says this, but he's he's describing the law where he says, don't come before the altar. If you have something against your brother, first take care of your brother, then come before me. And the thing that God is saying in that place is the relationship between you and the other people is your relationship with me. If you can't deal with other people, you're not dealing with me. If you if yeah. you can't handle everybody else, I'm not really interested in, <laughs> yeah. you know, your problems if you're not willing to connect to those people. And the fundamental point of church is that connections, that that's what our community, our life should be, because our connection in Christ is made manifest in connection with other people. And I know sometimes we want to be, we talk a lot, you've, especially lately, you're doing a lot with the uh, um, contemplative and even we talk about monastic stuff as kind of another big thing. And there's a great place for that to be alone, to spend time with that. But there's, and and (laughs) it's important to say, but I have to be able to connect to other people. I have to be able to, help others grow to build them up because that's the heart of God. If I have the heart of God, I see other people and want to raise them up because that is the heart of God. Yes. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to jump into a story based on what you just said about the monastic. Um, So in the book that I referenced last week, I was reading and he gives an example of somebody who uh, she was a nun and she got sideways with another nun and because she was young and didn't have experience with knowing how to have how to confront she had none experience she figured out yes she figured out how to avoid this lady this other nun for years but the fear Mm -hmm. inside of he was talking about what to do with fear and the fear inside of her 
kept growing and growing and growing until finally she couldn't even get, she just hid under her bed and they it got to a drastic situation. And then they had to, you know, deal with some counseling and she went into the contemplative practice and, and was uh, able to overcome and figure out and move through fear. Not that it ever went away completely, but that she knew, learned how to face fear for real is like look at the fear and say no this is what I that's what one of the things he was talking mm-hmm. about is <clears throat> when you come into this place in your in your prayer your contemplative prayer where you can see things as they are instead of avoiding them and be able to say that I see you fear and mm-hmm. I acknowledge that you are here and also you are not in control basically and yeah. you, and you move through that but like even in a monastery so what made me think of that you just were saying that like yeah. being by yourself in a monastery but um, there's still problems no, in a monastery yeah like yeah. you're still in there's community still there, right whether you're in a convent or a monastery so that's why you go to the himalayas i guess so no. you know and go dealing with the hyenas and the lions but yeah there's they just don't have those up in the I'm himalayas sorry i was thinking actually of something else <laughs> okay not in the, but i'm saying like there's always something there's going to be things in your mind there's regardless. always something there's always people yeah and there's sometimes there's a lot of people and that's overwhelming but community is inherent in our makeup as humans we are not meant to be alone yeah. God said that and made it very obvious to the first human, Adam. Mm-hmm. It, it is, is not, not good, good for, for you to be alone. all alone. And so um, it's, it, it's, it's just a good reminder to me to lift up my head once in a while and be aware of the place where I am connecting with other people, maybe in small ways, maybe in big ways. But their ripples affect me and my ripples affect them. Yeah. And we are moving through life together. And I do have unity with many, many people, with a lot of humanity. And the longer I live, the more that's growing. And I may not see a lot of those ripples ever the rest of my life or things like what happened. So many things happening yesterday where people from my past all of a sudden poke up their little head and I'm aware of their ripple. And I'm that I can't imagine that's just going to go away for, you know, like that's only for tomorrow. It was only for yesterday and I'll never have any more experiences like that. But of course not. Mm -hmm. The longer you live the more opportunity you get to see the ripples sometimes of people's lives um, and how they've lived and you're sharing, you're sharing in life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I love in the Luke passage that the angel said, I'm bringing great joy to all men. Mm-hmm. I am bringing this good news to everybody that Jesus Christ has come to unify humanity. And to bring oneness back to humanity into a place where we understand God is with us and that is our connection. We are all connected because God is with us and he came and saved us into this new under, into this new reminder really or new under, awareness that we affect each other. Yeah. And that is God in us. Like 
God does some miracles for reals without other humans. But most of the time, our experience of God is through other people. Ooh. And, mm-hmm. and that, and he wants it that way. Yeah. And he, and we, we need to get in line with that. <laughs> realize, like, get on the bus. I get to be involved with other people because God is in them. And yeah. there is a ripple in them that needs to affect me. Yeah. So that's an, as we head into Christmas here, yeah, that's our challenge or our thing to jump into is, you know, you may even have, as you go into these family Christmas time or meeting, you know, whatever parties and groups, you may have your people that you like, and you may have your people that you have grudges with or back issues and whatever it might be is to say, God, what, how do I view this person and what can I bring to be a blessing? Now, does that mean you have to go talk to every person, fix all the problems and do everything? No. It means be attentive to the opportunities. Yes. Be yeah. attentive to opp- Boy, capitalize. Be uh, attentive to opportunities. Right. You don't have to figure it all out. Be attentive to opportunities. Absolutely. And see what happens. All right. So after all this discussion, I want to read this passage one more time, just with this unity, community, peace in mind, and the fact that God wants us to connect. And there were in the same country, in the same country. So they weren't that far away. And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. They were very aware. And the angel said unto them, fear not for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people for unto unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe. You shall find him Mm -hmm. wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude (laughs) community, a huge (laughs) community of the heavenly host, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. I think that's awesome. That's what I got. That's what I got today. Okay. Hey, guys, I hope you're encouraged. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We hope you're closing out 2023 with joy in your heart. And finding the mm-hmm. moments of joy every day that are there. there. They are there. They are there, I promise. There are moments of joy in every day. You can reach out to us if you'd like to. And share with us your joy. Or share with us your struggle. We are willing to hear both. You can find us online at grace.world. You can email us at podcast at grace.world. Or you can call us or text us at one 
G-R-A-C-E. We -hmm. love Grace. We love you. And we wish you a wonderful Advent season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We love you. Bye. Bye.